it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? We are back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. It's Saturday, December 11th. Just now finished rewatching the CSU men's basketball game uh, for the second time today. Had to watch it on recording because of a funeral that I had to attend. A close friend of mine tragically passed away recently. It was a really hard day, you know, I'm not going to lie, but... I appreciate everybody for being patient with me and, you know, uh, allowing me to to deal with some stuff that's that's more important than basketball. But this was a big time win for CSU, and I'm looking forward to diving into it. Also going to dive into Trey McBride's legacy, because I think at this point, there's a legitimate argument that he's the greatest Ram of the 21st century. So I'm going to dive into that as well. Something to keep in mind for our homeowners with prices going up, it's creating natural equity in your home. If you have mortgage insurance, chances are you can refinance out of that and make the bubble work for you. If you're in the buyer's market, you know how stressful trying to buy a house is right now. I mean, if you've attempted this process in Colorado, it's absolutely crazy. Let my friends, Mike and Virginia Chevalier, take the burden off this extremely difficult process. They're going to alleviate so much stress. Just take some of that worry off your plate. Chevalier Mortgage's ultimate goal is to take the stress out of buying and refinancing. They strive to give their borrowers options with their full financial picture in mind with the highest level of integrity, always putting their borrowers first. They are CSU alum. They're proud DNVR members. They work nights. They work weekends. They do what it takes to make sure their clients are getting the best loan for their situation. If you go to dnvrmortgage.com, you can enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578, or you can call Mike directly at 970-412-2472, or again, just go to dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. All right, all right, all right. Let's, Let's jump right into things and... I'm just going to go ahead and start by saying this was a, a fairly ugly victory. It was also a very impressive victory. Now, they they started with way too many turnovers. They had 10 in the first half, 15 in the game. They typically only average about 10 per game. But this is a Mississippi State defense that has a ton of length. They have a lot of strength. They play physical. It's aggressive on-ball defense. They did a really good job of you know, really forcing the Rams to work for everything. Along with St. Mary's, this is probably the best, you know, man-on-man defensive team that CSU has had to go up against this year. And it's just the the type of game that, 
you know, it, it really comes down to runs. And I think that was the, the big difference for CSU is, yeah, they, they struggled. It wasn't pretty. You know, they missed a lot of open jump shots that they normally knock down. But when the game was on the line, when it was there for the taking, the Rams were able to figure it out. They were able to execute, end up closing the game on a 17-6 run. It was a 17-2 run at one point. Mississippi State, they scored a couple of buckets late. Actually had a, tan- uh, a chance to tie the game. I would have fouled. I-, I did not like the decision to let them get that attempt up. You're up three. Why even give them the chance to tie and force OT? It was a pretty clean look that they got off. And they won the game, you know, so I'm, I'm nitpicking here. But I will say the whole time they're, they're going down the court, I'm yelling foul, foul, foul. And then when they, they let them get the look, the look up, I'm, I'm holding my breath just thinking, oh, man, I don't want OT. I was just worried about fatigue at that point. I mean, it, it takes so much to come back from double digits. It's the third time that CSU's done it this season. But even though, you know, the Rams had all the momentum at that point in time, I just didn't want overtime, and they ended up lucking out. I mean, Mississippi State, they missed the shot. CSU escapes Fort Worth with a big-time win over an SEC opponent. I was surprised to see this, but the Rams are actually 2-0 all-time against Mississippi State. They're 11-8 overall against current members of the SEC, and they're 4-1 against SEC teams at neutral site games. So uh, maybe, maybe a little more reason to be confident in the Rams against Alabama coming up here than we would have guessed, but just a really impressive win. I mean, they talked about it a lot on the broadcast. Both of these teams are coming off of deep runs in the NIT. Uh, Memphis obviously eliminated Colorado State in the semifinals. Then they went on to beat Mississippi State in the finals of the NIT last spring. Mississippi State has probably somewhat underperformed in the early stages of the season, but they look like an NCAA tournament team to me. I mean, Molinar is really nice. I like Moore's game, and I mean, Garrison Brooks is is killing it for them. He's obviously coming off of a, a nice career at North Carolina, transfers to Mississippi State to finish out his career playing under his dad. Kind of a cool story. He's a beast. I mean, every bit of six foot 11. And I wondered, you know, in particular, how CSU Delt was going to be able to deal with him and the length of this roster. And I think with the way that the Rams battled in Swan, especially in the paint, I mean, you match the production that Mississippi State put up in in terms of points in the paint. You finish with five more defensive rebounds. Mississippi State finishes with one more total rebound, but you actually hold them much lower in terms of offensive rebounds than than what they normally produce. So I just thought it was, I thought it was impressive that CSU was able to fight the way that they did, and that they were able to to win these key categories, especially given the disparity in size. You know, as as good as CSU was last season. I feel like this is the type of game the Rams probably would have lost. They they just they struggled with those big, long physical teams, you know, the Niamis Kata types. And so far, I mean, it's early, but in, in small sample sizes against teams like Northeastern, Creighton, St. Mary's didn't have a ton of size, but Mississippi State obviously did. The Rams have they've held their own. And a big part of that is the growth of Deshaun Thomas. He was huge. He had 10 rebounds in this one. I, I felt like especially down the stretch, CSU's ability to end those key stops with defensive rebounds. That was so big because it also led to opportunities in transition. You know, the Rams were able to get out on the fast break and and that was huge because, you know, you don't want to necessarily have to operate in the half court all game when you're going against a feisty team like Mississippi State that's, you know, going to stay in front of you the whole time. So much of winning tight basketball games is just 
key stretches and, and CSU won the key stretches in this one. And, you know, it's the little things is block shots, diving for loose balls, defensive rebounds, you know, moving the basketball, playing inside out. I just, I felt like the Rams, despite playing kind of sloppy and, and not, you know, looking like themselves early in this one, they played with a ton of composure down the stretch. And I already started to make this point earlier, but I really want to drill it home. These are the types of games that CSU is going to have to win if they want to make a deep run. You know, the nights where the buckets aren't falling, you got to gotta scratch, you got to fight your way out, and you just got to find a way to get it done, do the dirty work. That's what the Rams did. Like, this, this game really had the feel of an NCAA tournament game. Sluggish shooting, you know, kind of tight early at times, maybe forcing things a little bit. But when the game was on the line, the, the better team proved who they were. And to me, that was that was the most encouraging part of this. I mean, you, you obviously felt like you had a strong chance in this game against Mississippi State. But I mean, you know, DraftKings had CSU as a slight underdog, one point underdog. It was basically a pick em according to the most of the metrics. I just I feel like this game was so important because it showed that even when the Rams don't have their A game, one, they're composed enough to stick to it, but they're also tough enough to not get punked by a strong physical team. I mean, I just think this was a great indicator of this team's potential all around. And I know it wasn't necessarily an A game from Isaiah Stevens. I felt like he missed a lot of jump shots that he normally makes. I still feel like his ability to facilitate was so important in this one. Another 10 assist game for him still had eight points. So it's not like, you know, he, he didn't do anything in the game. Uh, I, I think I would have liked to have seen him put the ball on the floor a little bit more, maybe draw some contact. He's such a good free throw shooter. And honestly, I mean, he's a good three-point shooter. He's tremendous in the mid-range game. I didn't have a problem with his shots at all. Just the fact that they weren't falling, because he is such a good free throw shooter, I, I would have liked to have seen him press the issue a little bit more there, try and draw some free throws, just get some easy points. But regardless, I, I still think his role as a defender and a facilitator were really important. Really, I mean, I think I think this was a, a nice game for a lot of different guys. We saw Kendall Moore and Adam Thistlewood combined for 21. AT had a couple of threes early where the shots weren't really falling for anyone else on the floor, and it was kind of eight points from him and Roddy that kept CSU afloat early. AT had another play where he dove for a loose ball and, and secured a possession for the Rams. Roddy had two blocks in the in the final couple minutes of the first half that I felt like were massive. Again, the offense was kind of struggling again at that point. And instead of allowing Mississippi State to build that lead back up to, you know, like eight to ten points before halftime, he first blocks a shot at the three point. Uh, goodness, I, I explained that terribly. He blocked a three point attempt where it, it, it was just a tremendous example of his athleticism, his leaping ability and you know, it, it takes some touch to be able to go up that explosive and not foul the shooter. The fact that he was able to block it clean and not foul him, that was huge. And then he he had a block at the rim right before halftime with about one and a half seconds remaining. So just big defensive plays. Again, you know, doing the little work, those small plays add up over 40 minutes. And I feel like CSU just had way more of those than Mississippi State did. Really in general, I feel like the depth between these two teams was kind of glaring. Mississippi State's starting lineup is nice. They just they they can't go as deep as CSU can and and it really showed, you know, down the stretch. The Rams they got big time scoring out of John Tanjay when they needed it. 
Uh, Chandler Jacobs had a three that kind of sparked that 17-2 run. Uh, Jalen Lake had a corner three that was big. Kendall Moore had a three down that stretch. So did Isaiah Stevens, even though it wasn't you know the greatest offensive game for him. Kendall Moore had 13 points on five and nine shooting, two of four from three. Also had three rebounds, two assists in 26 minutes. He's finally starting to look healthy again. And I think we're going to continue to see him play a big role. And I think the same can be said for Adam Thistlewood. He's starting to move a little bit better. He's shooting with confidence. CSU needs these guys to play a factor. So it's it's really good to see them kind of coming into their own again. Not surprising coming off an injury that they've had a slow start thus far. But again, you know, they're going to be really important to CSU's success long term. Just a really nice showing for the the depth that CSU has for how talented this team is top to bottom. Um, again, you know, not necessarily the greatest game from Isaiah Stevens offensively, but I do feel like he played a massive factor in this victory. It was his 36 five plus assist game for his career. CSU was 30 and six in those games. This was also the 54th time that Roddy has scored 10 plus. The Rams are 42 and 12 in those games. So <laughs> that's not surprising. I mean, when the Rams best players show up more times than not, they end up beating their opponent. That continued against Mississippi State. I imagine that this team is going to be ranked by Monday. I would be shocked if they didn't, especially with uh, BYU losing. But I, I just, I continue to be impressed by this team. They're so much fun to watch. Today was a little bit weirder circumstances, and that's why I'm not going to go on about this game uh, as much as I normally do. I just, you know, kind of playing catch up is a, a tough position to be in, but. Uh, more than anything, I think, you know, an SEC win probably going to go down as a quad one win when it's all said and done is going to be great for the Rams tournament resume. I don't foresee CSU being a, a fringe team or a bubble team or, you know, a group that has to worry that much about it, but you never know. I mean, the Mountain West is going to be deep in conference play. Things could get murky. The fact that you have this in your back pocket now is huge. I mean, you already have wins over Creighton, St. Mary's, Oral Roberts. You've got an in-season tournament victory that the Rams are doing everything that they should do to solidify their status amongst, you know, the nation's best college basketball teams. Got another big time game coming up against Tulsa. This one, probably not going to be a quad one, likely not even a quad two. Unfortunately, probably going to be a quad three game when it's all said and done. Um, so when you got to win and it's a nice tune up right before Alabama, that game against the Crimson Tide is going to be massive. A lot of national eyes are going to be paying attention. If you win these next two, you're you're going to probably jump up close to around like 15th in the country, I'd say. Kind of depends on what happens in front of you. But I mean, Alabama's a top 10 team right now. That game in Birmingham, te- technically a neutral site, but it's going to be hostile. I mean, it's, it's mostly going to be Bama fans. So big time, a couple of tough games coming up for the Rams to close out non-conference play. And then, Really looking forward to that game against New Mexico uh, at the pit to open up Mountain West play. Cool, 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 cool. I want to talk about Trey McBride, who won the Mackey Award, and we're going to get him on the Rams pod here real soon to talk about it. Awesome, man. It's just so awesome to see him get the recognition that he deserves. And the more I think about it, the more I think he is in the conversation, if not the leading candidate for the best CSU football player of the 21st century. Going to talk about that here in just a sec. Football fans, I sure we all, I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game. With the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, 
You'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. It's that simple. If you're a current customer, you can also get some skin in the game with the same game parlay. This is where you combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. For instance, I have a same game parlay on the Broncos-Lions game. Javante Williams, 70 rushing yards. Javante Williams, anytime touchdown score. And Javon, uh, Denver Broncos, minus six and a half first half spread. So we'll see if that plays out. I got it at like plus 430. Potential for a nice little, nice little payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR. Bet $1 on any team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with the promo code DNVR this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only, restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, we love our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. We also love Trey McBride. He rightfully was named the Mackey Award. I was ready to riot, not going to lie. If, if he did not get the recognition that he deserves, I was going to rant. I was going to ramble. I was going to complain on social media for weeks. So thank goodness for all of you. You guys don't have to, to listen to me complain. And instead, we get to consider the possibility that Trey McBride is the, is the best Ram of the 21st century. I mean, he leaves CSU with 164 catches, 2,100 yards, 10 touchdowns, most productive tight end ever in basically every category except touchdowns. And just when you consider the fact that he's only the second Ram ever to win a national award, I do think Richard Higgins got absolutely screwed by the Bolitnikoff. He, he should have won. And I think there was a strong argument for Michael Gallup as well, but especially Richard Higgins, I felt like got screwed. But regardless... When you, when you consider that he's the second Ram to win an individual award and when you factor in everything else that happened in his tenure and, and how much he means to CSU, and I don't necessarily need to you know, go through all of this again because I've already talked about the fact that it's, it's his commitment to CSU that, that makes him have such a high status. Obviously, he has the talent to match up with anybody that's ever played here. But when you talk about what he means, he's in that rare status of like, Bradley Van Pelt, where he's beloved, he's the face of the program. And and the difference is, is McBride did all of this, even, even in spite of the fact that the Rams weren't winning. I mean, BVP got to play in big time games, you know, beating a top 10 CU team. They they reached the top 25 a couple times, winning a conference championship. He got to experience all the highs, and, and it's easy to remain committed to CSU. It's easy to be a stalwart Ram when the good times are happening, but when it's just frustration after frustration, losing rivalry games, coaching changes, national embarrassment. I mean, Trey could have gone pro. Trey could have gone to the SEC. Big 12 teams wanted him. He had so many options, and through it all, he stayed loyal to the green and gold. His talent alone makes him one of the most exciting college football players that I've ever watched, and that's any level, not just CSU. I'm, I'm a big SEC fan, you guys know. I grew up watching a ton of Big 12 football there's not a team in America that Trey couldn't have been productive on. But it's it's everything else, man. It's what he means to this team, to this city, to this school. That's what separates him. And it's it's what makes him easily one of my favorite CSU football players of all time. Honestly, 
oh man, it's so there have been so many greats, but I I think Trey is my favorite CSU Ram ever. And I, I love BVP. I love Shaq Barrett, Higgins. I mean, I grew up a massive David Anderson fan. Cecil Sapp, Kyle Bell, there have been just some absolute legends over the years. But Trey, he's a special breed. I kind of hate doing this type of stuff because it's impossible to recognize everybody that's worth recognizing. I mean, back when I did the all-time Rams roster, you know, people every single position, people had one to, you know, two or three guys that they were pissed didn't get recognized. And that's just because when you've had, you know, 70 plus years of history of football, there's going to be a lot of good guys. But at least if you were framing it of who is on the Mount Rushmore of CSU football in the modern era, Trey McBride's on there, Bradley Van Pelt's on there, Rashard Higgins is probably on there. Then it gets kind of tough because you do go like Garrett Grayson, David Anderson. There's a lot of different options you could put, but there's no doubt that Trey would definitely be on that. He's a special person. He's a special talent. And what he's meant to this program, I mean, they're, they're just, for the rest of my life, there's going to be very few people that can even come into conversation in terms of what they'll mean to CSU football. Like, Trey is that special. He's, he's just in a league of his own. And as frustrating as this year was, to, to see him win the Mackey Award and, you know, very likely end up being a first-round pick when it's all said and done. You, you can't help but smile. I mean, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. Fort Morgan native, a dude that busted his ass, comes, makes a name for himself alongside his brother, who, you know, Toby's in that conversation for some of the best CSU players of all time as well. He has the talent, but the production not necessarily going to help Toby's cause just because of the injuries. But when you also factor in what he's meant to the program, I mean, these brothers are just, they're special dudes and it, it's so cool. I hope Toby gets a shot in the NFL as well. We'll kind of see, you know, health wise, how that, that all pans out. But Trey McBride, man, getting the recognition he deserves and he's going to go on and do such special things in the NFL. I can't wait to see Hopefully 85. It'd be cool if he can keep that number because it's such a great tight end number. But whatever number he ends up being, there'll be a ton of jerseys in Fort Collins these next couple of years. And uh, I'll be interested to see what the response to this podcast is. If you believe, you know, Trey's the greatest, go ahead and tweet it at us. If you think it's BVP or, you know, somebody else tweet that at us. I'm just kind of curious to to hear what people think. But regardless of whether they think he's the GOAT, they definitely believe he is one of the greatest players of all time and he deserves it. I mean, he deserves all the respect that he's getting. He deserves all the national love and it's only going to continue throughout the combine. He's going to completely win everyone over in interviews. He's a coach's dream. He's a great teammate. He blocks. I mean, he's just, (laughs) he's such a rare talent. We were all so lucky to watch him over the years. So I think I'm just going to end this podcast with a simple thank you, Trey. Thank you for all the wonderful memories. Thank you for everything that you have done for CSU football. And thank you for remaining committed to Ram Nation when it would have been so much easier to go an easy, you know, go a different route, to go P5, to go to the NFL. It's never going to be forgotten. And your impact, your status in this program, it's going to live on forever, man. And you certainly deserve it. All right, that is all we have for today's episode. Make sure you keep up with all of my content written. We're going to have a film room that comes out on the air raid offense. I know you guys are really going to enjoy that. 
We've got signing day coming up, so lots of recruiting stuff to talk about. We'll keep an eye on the transfer portal, both coming in and out of CSU football. So it's a busy, busy time to be a CSU content creator, but a fun time. Hope everybody is staying warm out there. I guess it's easy to since it's kind of been unseasonably warm thus far. Probably going to get screwed with snow this spring. Um, anyways, you know, got the holiday season coming up. Enjoy this time. It's it's a fun time to be a Ram fan. I certainly could not be more stoked. I know that's the case for a lot of you too. And uh, yeah, enjoy this. Peace.